is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2009, and this is Radio Wave. Holy Queen, Mother of Jesus, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, Queen of Nations, Queen of all hearts, the Woman of Revelation. The Queen of Peace asks you to spread her call to the ends of the earth. Welcome to Medjugorje.com, a tool for you to spread Our Lady's way of life and change the world. Thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and tonight he'll be discussing with us the message that we received through Mariana earlier today from Our Lady. And for those of you that are new to Medjugorje and to Medj.com and the new Medjugorje.com, on the second of every month, Mariana goes before Our Lady on behalf of all non-believers. And so tonight, as we begin this broadcast, we ask that you... Open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we come to you again in gratitude that we have yet another month with your mother, our mother. No people since Adam have had such a luxury as we and a privilege. So we give you our gratitude tonight. Thank you for this day, for this message. The Mary may continue until we're led out of the desert. Amen. And Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, of course, today is the second of the month, and it's always an exciting day because it lasts so long. On the 25th of the month, when Maria gets her message, we often have it 
And by the time we get it, the most of the day's gone by. But this starts off so early in the morning when Marianne receives our messages. I think it was eight something this morning. What time was it? Around eight forty-five. Eight forty-five, and so we have the whole day to get ready. And of course, our day started uh, different times depending on when we get it. Our day started, I think it was three fifteen this morning. But it's good because we're able to write more about it, put more emphasis in that day, and and quite a bit of traffic comes to our site for this. And, of course, what we just played in the beginning of this program was uh, the announcement for the site, which started yesterday at 12 noon. And already quite a bit of traffic is, is uh, coming on the site. We're very excited about doing this. At the same time, very relieved. The workload that this has been on us uh, is pretty pretty laborious and, and uh, takes its toll as far as rest but we're in this as missionaries, and missionaries' lives aren't noted for uh, lives of comfort. At the same time, we see there's still a lot of work uh, left on the site to do, and uh, we didn't meet our deadline as far as what we wanted to achieve, but of course, perhaps we're unrealistic in what we could do. It's amazing for so many who, when, uh, you know, you always have criti- critics that, that uh, uh would always say, well, you can't do this or you can't or or you're making something that shouldn't be done or making something in a way that you're making a big deal. We had people actually saying to us when we raised the money to do this and start a budget so we could fund it, that you can get a website for free. You can pay $10 for this. Well, why are you trying to raise all this money? And, you know, it's just it's just a forest. They had no idea. And this is totally ignorant. Anyway, there was anything is ignorant. Sure, you can buy canned something, but what do you get? But I, I guess we asked, maybe we should just talk a little bit about what's behind that. And, and uh, Joan, you can contribute to that. Uh, that this is a massive undertaking. It, it's something that uh, mega companies do. In fact, we got a feedback from one person who, maybe you should start off just reading his feedback. Uh, one guy who wrote a short note in saying that uh, he was pretty impressed with what happened uh, as far as being achieved this. And we know it's by the grace of Our Lady. This is from Joe, and he doesn't tell us where he's from, but he just said, you all did an amazing amount of work on this site. I work for large companies who routinely go through this process, and it takes them 18 to 24 months to do the work you did in three. You truly have the Blessed Mother's blessing on this project. I can't wait to share this with friends. Well, Joe, we believe you. Um, <laughs> for good reasons. Uh, it, we, um, of course, the, the, for those of you that remember back several months when the campaign first began to uh, revamp and uh, renew Medj.com, uh, the initial um, idea behind that was that we would be able to reach more people. And, of course, for those of you that have visited the site over the last day uh, and for those of you that are, have even been visiting Medj.com, there's such a wealth of information there and direction to uh, people to all walks of life from every nation and this material is written for that purpose and so it was a it was a mammoth project just to get it to this point of being able to take that information and put it in a format that would be easy to find easy to use um, that would be um, hopefully not have any kind of technical problems for the user and uh, just a, a lot of thought process a lot of prayer went into this just to make it to what it is now and of course uh, for those of you that are a part of the Mitch list, we mentioned that we uh, this this is only about one fifth of the actual completed site. So what you're seeing now, of course, is is only about one fifth of that. So there's a lot more topics, a lot other 
areas that are going to be released as as the days go on. I think one of the things that's really exciting about it is um, it's giving us an opportunity, not just all of you out there, but for us to really go back to the roots of Medjugorje and see how it all originated, what Our Lady did in the beginning days, how she's carried through with all this, and so many uh, details that have gotten lost uh, in the midst of, of so much time that has gone past. And, and hearing, um, going again into the, the words of the visionaries, uh, how much wealth of, of wisdom that Our Lady has given them over the years. Not only that, but our own archives, and that's one of my positions here, is to work and preserving our history, to be able to go back and um, sometimes have to blow off some of the dust from our own early days and be able to um, start working on putting it in a presentation to have also in, in the future on our site. Um, it's just been a lot of, um, in our conversations, um, just being really finding Medjugorje renewing our, ourselves again um, through so much of information that Our Lady has been bringing to the world for all these years. And that's our, our hope, our desire, is that um, many of you out there um, will, not just for your own sake, but you have a tool that you can really bring people to Medjugorje and they will be able to understand and see it in, an, in a fresh new way. Well, it certainly is a renewal for us to be able to go back into um, researching some of the things that we did for the earlier days of the apparitions in Medjugorje, and then also going through our own archives, finding some things that a friend of Medjugorje may have written 10 years ago or 15 years ago, and you would have thought it would have been written yesterday because of the, the relevancy of it to the issues today. Uh, these, these writings from Our Lady's Messages, based on these messages, are timeless, and they apply, and they will apply to every generation uh, from here until until the end of time. And so, what we what we are seeing through all of these uh, through all this material is so many avenues and so many ways of reaching souls all over the whole world. And so, uh, it certainly has been an exciting project, and it still is very exciting. And again, uh, very much wanting to complete the actual completed site, but uh, we will have some ways to go on that. But uh, stay close to the site and to, to uh, the new Medjugorje.com Medjugorje uh, over the next several months, and you'll see uh, all of the new materials coming on a regular basis. Maybe um, a friend of Medjugorje would like to speak about just what, what was the objective, what is the objective of Medjugorje.com? Well, you know, we looked at this for a long time, and this has been planned for a long, long time. We didn't, <clears throat> we had people when the web first came online what was it, 95? They actually came here and said, you need to get on this. And we don't jump on things until we understand them and how they can be used. And so we lost a lot of ground. But we know God's bigger than losing ground, and he can make up big steps much faster than we can. So I wasn't concerned about that. And we had people coming by, even some of the board directors said, you need to do this, and you need to get on it. And I, we never approached this with, with something because... Uh, so many people in the movement actually were getting on it and, and promoting Medjugorje, and that was well and good. We need everybody to promote it according to Christmas, but it was something that we wanted to do or, or I felt God had shown us. So we continued in building our base and building infrastructure, and infrastructure is not always good because with infrastructure can come bureau, uh, bureaucracy. So we wanted to build 
infrastructure without bureaucracy. We've got a lean, strong, powerful machine here to promote the messages from presses to output to uh, a mother house that's 35,000 square feet. And I don't want to say these things to toot our horn. I want to I say this to understand the capabilities because the objectives we had is to spread the message. So looking at this logically, uh, there was just too much growth factors. We had in other areas of our mission that needed to be dealt with to form our base in Medjugorje, become much stronger there, form our base here, become much stronger here. Uh, we're essentially our communication outfit. In that sense, we're a community that leaves the messages first, and we just simply transmit that to paper. I mean, what you read today, what I wrote uh, uh, about Mariana, we'll get into in a few minutes, is really about uh, some stories, several stories of just this week. You know, the mom in the back of the church. Uh, a letter been wrote to us about a mother. Uh who died. These these stories are part of our life. We I write about what our life is about. So what is the objective? To answer this real clearly, our objective is to get as much about Medjugorje on this site in, in a readable, digestible way that from there, throughout the whole world, you download the whole site. Because we did look at the web. We do look at, at the future. And we don't have faith that this will be here when some of the secrets or after some of the secrets take place. Several reasons. One may be economics. Uh, are people going to be able to do it? Are we going to be catastrophically changing the way we live? We think so. We believe so. We see this very clearly. So while we can use it, we use it. It's just like when we built the Tabernacle, tabernacle of Our Lady's Messages, we were very concerned. I was. Uh, and making the decisions of what direction to go with the mission in those days, that this is a, a monumental effort, a huge effort. And suppose Our Lady releases the secrets. Now, this is back in 92, 91, 93. And then uh, there's no purpose for the building. And it struck me that this building and its purpose and its, the, the, the efforts we build to spread the messages saves one soul it would be as uh, St. Teresa said that I would, after seeing hell, I would gladly experience 1,000 1, deaths of the most torturous deaths to save one soul from hell. That if this structure we built back in 93 saved one soul, it's worth it. And so the same thing about the site, because this is basically equivalent to, to not quite near the money, but it's still a lot of money. It's still a lot of effort. It's still a lot of labor and and quite frankly, it would be the same money if we didn't have the building here and we had the office facilities and the printing and the graphics. You'd spend the same money, which would be several million dollars. Uh, we're doing it at a bargain basement price because we already got the infrastructure and the means and the equipment, everything here, and the labor. So the objective is to get this on because we don't know what's going to happen in the future, but very likely, very likely the web may not be part of the future. That could be after the third secret's released. Just economic reasons, you know, how, how could servers be up and people will be busy just trying to take care of their personal needs? And, and that's a whole other subject, but the objective is to have the material out there, download the whole site. And we'll get into that months from now and say, this site to download, uh, we, we want deposit in Africa, deposit in Australia, deposit in the, the, the you know, skyscraper in New York to have deposits of the messages, the way the life is lived, how you live this, 
what you do to incorporate this, what we did to incorporate in our life, and how Ali showed us, and she's walked with us. We've had 146 46 apparitions here. We've attended hundreds, you know, in Medjugorje. We've been with Maria uh, traveling where, where we attended that many more. So we, we have a side of the apparitions that I remember 1988 being with Ivanka. And I remember telling Our Lady at the apparition, I think that was 1987, June 25th, our annual apparition. And I remember saying to myself, I said, Mary, I want to make a commitment to you that whatever my eyes see, I want to make sure 100,000 eyes see the same thing. And, and I put things out where we were, we were persecuted for. But Our Lady said it. It happened. And we were told, oh, don't do this. The bishop might condemn. That's not my concern. If a lady does it, then we put it out. And so we've, we've from, from that beginning, have been a window to put you beside us kneeling down in apparition and what happens. So you learn our lady's character, her, her personality, because she does have a certain personality. We got a picture of uh, on our refrigerator of Mary uh, hanging clothes on an ancient clothesline. And Jesus sitting with that clothes on in the dirt. It's a cute picture. You, you've seen it before. It's a famous painting of Jesus and Our Lady. The wind's blowing. And uh, she's out privately by herself. So her veil's not on. Her hair's, you know, real long. And I asked Maria, uh, I said, don't you think that sometimes in Mary's life that she she did these kinds of things? And she says, no. I says, how do you know that? She says, I know. Mary would not do this. But it, but she has a, a way of knowing. And Maria once told me that Our Lady told her about uh, her personal life to help her in her life. I said, really? She says, yeah. I said, tell me. She says, I can't. So, but, but, but she does tell me. And how she tells me is how she works in the kitchen, how she deals with people, how I know she's dead tired, exhausted, sick, have a headache, and open the door and greet people just like, you're, you're, the, you're the king. And so, you know, by seeing Maria, by being around her personality, we become the same thing. And Our Lady transmits just what I wrote today. Uh, actually, I wrote it on the site yesterday. It's on uh, our prayer button uh, about how wi- wisdom, Medjugorje wisdom, look at that. I wrote this just three days ago to put the introduction on that. But read this introduction in there. Go on the site, the main menu, look down to uh, prayers, I think it's, what's the main header section? Prayers. And then press the button, Medjugorje Wisdom. And in that introduction, it talks about Mary Mary permeates and transcends uh, basically into our being. This is in the in the Bible. And it's talking about wisdom. And she is it's talking about her, obviously. But this is what happens to Maria. If you follow somebody that you respect, you imitate what you like. And the virtues they have. People do the same thing with rock stars. They imitate them and they look stupid like they do and all this kind of stuff. But if, you're, if your interests are toward, you know, Our Lady loving her, you're going to imitate those things. That's what her message is, is her, her fingerprint. Who she, it's who she is. It's her face. The messages are, is the face of Mary. And so that being the case, Maria has become that. I'm watching Maria. She's become that. The community's getting that information from me, and the community's become that. And so we've had people here before say, well, you all act the same. Well, Jesus himself says, be one mind, one thought. Make my joy complete. So that's scriptural. And that's what Christians used to be. 
when the historians used to say, look how they won't love one another. You know, this whole being of a Christian is a sameness. Not losing your individuality. There's people here in the community. We know their, their whole personality and their individualism, but we walk the same path. We have the same belief. It's just like a priest told me he was on the, on the some on, on shore of, in Beirut or lake or something. I don't know. And uh, he said he saw a Catholic church master and walked in there and he said, struck them incredibly in this ancient civilization that the mass is the same thing back here in the United States. And so we got this thread that goes, this continuity that our lady's putting out to the messages that goes to the visionaries and they transmit that to us so we become what they are. And 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 in some ways we even witness to the visionaries. There's things that Maria has, has imitated from us that we got from the messages. But it's all from our lady. And so this is real important and critical that we realize the gift that we've been given and the objective is to get this deposited across the face of the earth so that if there's a breakdown and we become local instead of global, which is very likely to happen, and I personally believe it's going to happen and for a lot of reasons, and, and we're going to do more programming now that we've released Medjugorje.com, which we still need to talk about the name, I guess. But uh, with that, we'll, we'll, we will talk a little bit more about that and why that needs to be out there. I can't explain it, but when I first held the book, look what happened while you were sleeping in my hands, I felt I was holding something very powerful. Look what happened while you were sleeping? Unbelievable. Order on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. With each page, I became more and more alarmed. Look what happened while you were sleeping? Very scary. Look what happened while you are sleeping is one of the most important books ever written. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or lookwhathappenedwhileyouwersleeping.com. Once more, I beheld villages, towns, and cities springing up where I had seen them before. American history you never learned. A remarkable writing that will amaze you and which Satan does not want you to know. The founding of America in a most remarkable way can be traced to the spiritual a booklet of surprise, and is one of Caritas's most requested. The title explains it all. American history you never learned. Order on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, and click on MedgeMart, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. So we have this objective to get this out and put it in a format that, you know, you may have an eight-inch pile of paper, but box it up, have it to the side, because what we see is our ladies giving these messages sprinkled out to the whole world because it's going to come back in some ways to localization instead of globalization. Now, of course, Antichrist is going to root through globalization, but we see very strongly that Our Lady says you got a century of peace coming, and perhaps that's what that means before that. And so to learn the messages and get them spread out as far as possible, 
that's subjective of Medjugorje.com. So that being the case, we need to realize that uh, there's a lot more we want to go to discuss at this point because we, we hear about the message tonight. But you're going to see a lot more come out of this. There's some things that's completed, some buttons that's going to be added. It's uh, like church approval. That's what, 90%? We've got that 90% there. And these things have been worked on literally for years. Some of his writings that I wrote 15 years ago or 20 years ago even, and compiled those and putting them, putting them together and going through and, and then updating certain things. And, and so uh, each one of those things, like scientific studies, I mean, this is a 15-year 15 year accumulation of things that we've looked at, talked about. Actually, when we started putting the, that segment, that one segment together five years ago when we, when we started working on Medge.com. We just never could get to the position to put the time in it, the effort, the funding to do that. And so those people who became the core group members uh, enabled us to do this. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and read today's messages from uh, our message from Mariana. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's June 2nd, 2009 message to Mariana on the day for nonbelievers. Dear children, my love seeks your complete and unconditional love, which will not leave you the same as you are. Instead, it will change you and teach you to trust in my Son. My children, with my love, I am saving you and making you true witnesses of the goodness of my Son. Therefore, my children, do not be afraid to witness love in the name of my Son. Thank you. We have... A beautiful message from Our Lady, but, you know, Our Lady said some, did something else besides the message, and it was about, really, the, the cross. At the end of the apparition, she saw a segment of the cross, which is only the cross beams where they meet, this intersection. And it's very important reading the, 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 the comments and explaining some of this, because Our Lady's not only given us words, she's given us actions. She's done different things in the apparitions without words. She named Maria's chapels without words. Maria says, I dedicate this chapel. Would you give it a name? Our Lady never even opened her lips. Instead, she signified two with her two fingers, tilted her head a little bit, smiled, circled her heart in the shape of a heart. And Maria immediately was infused with, with the understanding of the chapel of two hearts. And that today is his name. How many chapels? And what will people think a hundred years from now going there to consecrate themselves to the sacred and the immaculate heart. How many will do that? I guarantee the line will be out to the streets and her driveway is probably a thousand feet to get to her house and down the road. Where else in the world would you want to consecrate yourself to the two hearts in that chapel? But she never even opened her mouth to do that. And so today she gave at the end of the apparition an image of the cross, a segment, only where they meet the cross section just like an intersection. And then the second heart appeared, or Jesus' heart, crowned with thorns. And if you look on the site, you'll see the pictures, and you'll see probably when we think she may have saw it, because her expression is incredible. You know something dramatic has taken place. So Our Lady speaks to us even bigger than the words she said today through this. And what does that mean? Uh, I went into detail about that. I won't go into it on the program because it's there available. And encourage people to go on the site, find it, and, and do that. The 
thing that we have put in there, what I wrote about it, was our faith in technology. It's become God. You know, this stuff that we completely consume, just trying to fix it. And, and even the web, it's just, it's just a, a constant thing of, of getting this up. Is it a valuable tool? You bet it is. It's not in question. But at the same time, people go the wrong way with it. We're able to do it and, and manage it here with our spiritual life and, and follow the way we're supposed to follow. But things are, uh, are not as important as we think they are. And we've lost some of the simple things, you know, just just the love for the cross. And so our lady spoke to us today about this and the cross and the heart of Jesus. I don't have faith in technology Even though we created it All this stuff just breaks down anyway Get it fixed But I do have faith in you I don't have faith in politics But I do believe in the will of the people I don't know much about big time religion But I believe in the cross on the steeple And I do have faith in me And after all this time The lie becomes a truth We've traded in our innocence And sacrificed our youth But you give me your love The one thing I can't lose You believe in I still have faith in search for my significance seems the more I disappear and I wonder have I made a difference in anybody's life since I've been here I can hear your laughter it's the sweetest sound I've ever known I don't know how love happens But I know I'm not alone And I do have faith in you And after all this time Sometimes I see the truth And I'm touched by your innocence And now I'm not confused But you give me your love one thing I can't lose, you believe in me. And I still have faith. I do have faith. 
And so it is. We live in a society that the lie becomes the truth. This is the time we're in. Our Lady tells us today unconditionally, uh, I'll not leave you this, which will not leave you the same as you are, speaking of if you seek God's love. And so we have that, and yet the world doesn't accept it. It rejects it. In fact, in John, it talks about uh, her words or Jesus' words, but it's the same, that you won't be excused. Jesus says, if I had not come to them and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. Now, however, their sin cannot be excused. To hate me is to hate the Father. Had I not performed such works among them as no one has ever done before, they would not be guilty of sin. sin. But that is it, as it is, they have seen and they go on hating me and my Father. And we can go on further with this and say the same thing for Our Lady. She just told us last month, you reject me. You're rejecting me. And so if they rejected Jesus and his word, and now they reject Mary and her word, will they be excused for the sin? So this ultimate thing that happens right now is, is in a sense, the ultimate last cry of heaven to repent. The last instructions of private revelations to help us understand public revelations give us insights because even Cardinal Ratzinger at the time said that we can't be locked down to the sterile repetition of the scriptures without private revelation, which most theologians condemn Medjugorje in that, in that sense or we don't need private revelations. Well, if we don't need it, then why is God sending it to us? Through a holy nun in a convent 400 years ago, our revelation about uh, Maria Vitorta, the poem man God. Well, you know, God's got nothing big. Well, I just think I'm going to give this to somebody. It has purpose. In fact, in Mass, we use the, the, the private revelation of the, of the sacred heart. We've incorporated that in the church. So scriptures, holy scriptures, public revelations become sterile. Cardinal Ratzinger said himself, in the release of the third secret, he put out this statement. If we don't have private revelations to, to give us greater insights into it. And this is a very important element of Medjugorje, a, a critical point uh, to understand with Medjugorje, that these private revelations are to renew the face of the earth. How? Does it do away with the scriptures? No. It echoes the scriptures, brings new life to them where we've let it die in us. It revives us. There's like a weathered leaf which comes back uh, during drought because just before it dies and it's rejuvenated from the rains and the fresh dew that falls upon it. We as men need this and we must be changed. So our faith in technology has become our God. We, we have lost our way. We don't understand what it means to, to follow God because so much has become our God. So many people have been raised in the church, the candles, the incense, smelt. I, I remember the church I used to go to, and incense, I always go back as a child remembering that. And where are people now getting the grace that have left the church, walked away from the church, who don't grasp uh, the need to be in church because... A competition of technology. As I wrote today, and again, I won't go into it, about, but what, what is your God? What has taken so many people out of the church? And indeed, there is a lot. And so many people go away from church. 
Have you gone away? Will you go away? This is important to, to reflect on. And Our Lady's coming right now to put us in different positions of loneliness to make us reflect on where is my home? Where do I need to come back to? What did I leave as a child if I was in the church? How many of your loved ones have been that? And this message today is just about that also. My children, with my love, I'm saving you and making you true witnesses for the goodness of the Son. Your life is to draw people back into the church that's left it because a lot of people out there were churchgoers, whether it be the 50s, the 60s, even the 70s, even the 80s, and even the youth of the 90s now who are leaving the church. But that's home. That's, that's God's house. Our Lady once says it's God's palace. And we need to be witnesses that bring people back to this and long for it to be with the Father in his palace. Then somewhere in here 
How does God deal with nations which have no spirit? One of the founding fathers of the United States, George Mason, said, As nations cannot be rewarded or punished in the next world, they must be in this. By an inevitable chain of causes and effects, providence punishes national sins by national calamities. When we look at the events around us, are we perhaps blind to see what is so plainly before us? The continual stripping away of religious freedoms and the barrage of laws, regulations, and more laws 
the oppressive structure to promote sin through new laws, and on and on. The scriptures so clearly show that when God's people turned away from him, it resulted in the loss of freedom and liberty. For years, Our Lady from Medjugorje has told us, invited us, and encouraged us toward reconciling as a people, as well as individually, back to God. We need a mother for our nation. We need her to purify us. We need her to cure us. We need her to resurrect us. We need her to be amongst us. We the people need her. This July 1st through 5th, that mother will be with us. This July 4th will be special for our nation. Come to the field at Caritas, Alabama, July 1st through 5th, when Maria Lunetti, visionary from Medjugorje, will be with us for all five days. Join with thousands across the nation in praying for the resurrection and renewal of ourselves and our country. July 1st through 5th, a 4th of July in Alabama that will change your life and this nation. Go to medj.com for more details. Medj spelled M-E-J dot com. Or call Caritas at 205-672-2000-USA. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Is it important to come back if you've been here before? Is it important to come if you've never been here before? Yes, both occasions. We have to ask ourselves, why is Our Lady coming? When she was here in 1988, she gave a message. She says, pray for my intentions that I may be glorified through you. A priest objected to that and said he had a problem with that. I said, I don't. He said, well, Our Lady would never ask to be glorified. Well, she would if, our lady, if God sent her to be glorified. We have to understand the context of what's happening in these apparitions. And the context of that is in an age and a time the world has never known the, the detriment it faces. She came saying the crisis of faith. And she's come to make our faith stronger. She's come to save us. And so we have to realize that... that this is Mary's, Mary right now is entrusted with the wor- world. She's entrusted to come give her words, which is an echo of the word. The word is her son. It's the gospel of Mary I've written about. Some people object to that. They don't understand Medjugorje. Even people in the movement, they don't grasp this. They say it's an exaggeration. 28 years of apparition, every day, monthly messages, now, the second of the month message, it's an exaggeration. We underestimate the detriment that, is, that the world faces at this moment. The only way to measure that is by the intervention of heaven, what it's doing. But also, the hope that we have, because she says, I'm coming, because she wants her immaculate heart to triumph. Because she wants it? That's not humble. Because God wants it. So what God wants, she wants. What God wants, Jesus wants. And so she's in union with that. And she will be glorified through this. This is part of that role that she plays. She's being entrusted to the world. It's Revelations chapter 12. 
She's doing battle with the dragon. And Jesus' words, and John says, and these are now Mary's words, because as he was sent to the word, she was sent to echo the word. As she came to give birth to the word, she comes now to give birth to renewal of the word. So Jesus says this, and you can just replace Jesus with a lady. This is her speaking. And this is what she told us in 1988 from the bedroom. If you pray for my intentions, I'll be glorified through you. And exactly the fifth, uh, this, the fourth uh, glorious mystery and the fifth glorious mystery does that. You know, she's assumed in heaven as a coronation. God's glorified Our Lady. It's not a, no problem for somebody simple-minded who's not smart, like us. But for these intelligent theologians, it's a problem. So this scripture would be the same. I've given you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. Do you now, Father, give me glory at your side? I've made your name known to those you gave me out of the world. These men you gave me were yours. They have kept your word. Now they realize that all that you gave me comes from you. I entrusted to them the message you entrusted to me. They have known that in truth I come from you. They may, be, they may have believed it was you who sent me. Mary's not coming from our own accord. God's on the other side of heaven. Hey, this window's open. I'm going to slip down there for a little bit. God sends her. She says God conveys the message. I'm giving you a message God conveys for me to give to you. And so our lady's coming because she's going to take a, a position among the hearts of men that she's never had before because this is her age. This is her time. You know, are we to look at this event as just Fatima and it's going to happen and we just carry on life? We're looking for a catastrophic change of life. Do you get that? Do you understand that? Have you thought, thoughtfully look, reflected on it? A non-believer knows something's happening. Everybody knows something's up and they don't know what. And again, I've said it before. It amazes me. That, well, we're waiting. It'll get better six months from now. The life as we know it will not continue because it's a godless life. And in the end, while it may go 30 years or even 70 years, as communism did, it eventually ends. Where this godlessness is destroyed. It's a total impossibility that the Holy Virgin Mother, Queen of Peace, is coming to the earth without her seceding and crushing the serpent's head and his inroads in the corporate world, in the business, in the presidential world, in the politics, the powers that be, the, the taking of property, all these factors, inalienable rights, everything. There's impossibility for these things to continue with her presence in the world. And we're seeing this destruction. It's good. All these things falling apart is good. It's going to lead to something better. Now, if you're immersed in it, you've invested in it, you've got everything in it, it hurts. But so is the sentence from the doctor when you have cancer. You don't want to hear that in your heart. But what it does for your soul is very, very good. Our lady speaks, or rather seeks, our complete unconditional love. And through that, she says, it will change us. That was the message today. In our trials, whatever's happening, whatever we're losing, whatever's coming down apart, 
Uh, we sometimes don't want to accept them with the kind of love that, and we don't realize that we're being changed by them. All this is changes. It's changes the way we think. It's changed what we do. But one day we will. And one day we'll be glad for this. We're going to see this. Because one day everything's going to fall apart. It's going to change. We're going to live better. We're going to live holier. We're going to be a stronger people. We'll grow stronger through them, through trials, through heartache. Every heartache leads to a strengthening. The world's going away as we know it. Life as we've known it is going away. I'm prophetically telling you this. This is going to happen. Make all your decisions according to that. This is not going to continue the path that's going. Why? Because it's godless and we have somebody who is filled with God bringing the word. The true witness of the goodness of her son, as she said in her message today. So one day, one day you're going to see this and you're going to realize, I wish I'd made my decisions earlier to change and come in more harmony with this plan of God.
just wanted to, um, for you to comment a little bit more on the apparition today and the fact that Our Lady gave Mariana this vision. You know, what, what is that all about, really? Why now? And what, was, what do you think is the, the purpose of why um, Mariana was shown that? And now on the site, we have a, a picture of Mariana. And, of course, we can't know um, what happened in the apparition at what time. But this, the picture is kind of striking. And I, I was thinking that when we think of the Sacred Heart of Jesus with the thorns around it, we're used to seeing it in a statue or on a holy card. And, and it's, um, you know, something one-dimensional. But, but this expression of, of Mariana's face, um, if that was what she was looking at at that moment, is something that you can imagine it was a real heart, a real heart wrapped with real thorns, not, a, not something pretty. I think it's very significant that we didn't see a whole cross. I say we because what's transmitted to this word, we have to imagine this. And, of course, we went in our graphic design department and came up with an image you can find on the site that we drew, of course, nothing what Mariana saw, but it still gives uh, a contemplation point that you can help visualize this and, and think about this. The thing that struck me as soon as I heard it about when we got the message at 3.15 this morning was that it's not without a, a, a specific reason that Our Lady didn't show the whole cross. She showed only the cross section where vertically and horizontally they met with the, with the heart over that. But take the heart off of that. What do we have when we have a, a vertical and horizontal line coming together? We have an intersection. Something crosses. And what happens when you run a red light? You have a crash. We have a clashing right now with the world. We have a clashing right now of God's way and man's way, the world's way, the spiritual way. And this crash, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna be injured. There's a lot of injuries. We've heard it. We've heard it for the whole Medjugorje movement. Nobody comes to this movement without suffering, without being injured. But the biggest injury is to Jesus Himself, and that's why His it's His heart that's on that cross, Mariana Saturday, and it's His thorns that we're to reflect to and see the price he paid for us. Because we have, as I said today in the writing, we've recklessly, maliciously in many cases, driven our life to what it is today in the culture, and there's a crash taking place at this intersection. And that intersection forms a cross. And who's injured is Jesus himself. And we get to walk away. We get to walk away. It's that simple. It's that beautiful. And so Our Lady says, today... That she's come to protect us. That we're not of the world. In John 17, chapter 17, we, we read this as Our Lady's words right now. Though it's Jesus' words. And she says, Now have I come to you. I say all this while I'm still in the world. That they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, talking about her followers, we, who she's called to be apostles in the time of grace. I gave them your word, and the world has hated them for it. We suffered, because we're on, this, we're on the intersection coming from this way now, because we were on the other road. We get hit, we get turned around the other way. We're going horizontal, horizontally to hit vertically, the world. They do not belong to the world, any more than I belong to the world. 
I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to guard them from the evil one. They are not of the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them by means of truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. I consecrate myself for their sake now, that they may be consecrated in truth. This is her message. This is what she's come to tell us, to consecrate ourselves, to be witnesses today. I am saving you. In the scriptures, it says to protect you from the evil one. But she says today, I'm saving you and making you true witnesses of the goodness of my son. She, or in the scripture, says, go out, be in the world, and spread this truth. Stand on the truth. And when you do, you're going to crash. You're going to be, you're going to be in this image. You're going to be going one direction, society's coming another, and it's going to be injured. And, but we're called to be fishers of men. And he says, for you to be true witnesses, the scripture says, consecrate yourself to be true. Our lady leads us. She said today, you true witnesses of the goodness of my son. You are to be this, she says, and goes forward. She says, therefore, my children, do not be afraid to witness love in the name of my son. You're to be fishers of men. You're to run, walk and fight to get this way, this truth, our lady's way to the people. And be witnesses. It's running and walking and fighting and turning the other cheek. It's giving, receiving, it's hoping, being bold and being meek. It's laying down your nets, it's laying down your life. To take up the cross and follow the fisher of men. Follow the fisher of men. It's winning and losing and trying. It's considering the cost, remembering, forgetting. Counting your gains as but a loss It's laying down your nets It's laying down your life To take up the crowds And follow the fissure of man And follow the fissure of Reward and sacrifice.
sacrifice, it's sharing the blessings, the sufferings, the righteousness of Christ. It's laying down your nets, it's laying down your life to take up the cross. Pick up your cross and follow the fisher of men. running out of time, but we had a lady call today. We have over 100 billboards up across the country in 27 different states. And she saw the billboards. She knew nothing about Medjugorje. But she saw this and she was told what it was about. And our lady was coming in July. She says she's going to be here. She's going to get all our friends. This person is not even converted to Medjugorje. But just hearing about it, she's laying down everything to come. I'm begging you. Get your fishnets. Go fish for men. Don't lay it down, as this symbolically said, but get every power, every way, every means you know. Spread this program, just this radio program, for everybody you know. Make, download it. Make copies of these of this. Call your friends. Do your email list. However, but spread the word and say you've got to listen to this. It's an introduction. Do whatever you have to do to get people here in July. Do you realize the opportunity we have right now? I beg you, don't let this pass. You will regret it. She said that. You will lament for the message. We're going to be in apparitions. If we lament for the message, how much more so we could have got more people here. And that's why we're tired. We're worn out. But we're rejuvenated in our prayer. We're in the field at 5 a.m. We're tired going out there because we worked half the night or all night. But we know we've got a limited amount of time. The gold mine shaft is open. Those gold nuggets laying on the ground are souls that can be brought to God. And we've got a limited amount of time to get all we can. Do you stop and rest and say, well, it's hot and sweaty down there. I want to go take a dip in the lake right now. You work and you work. While that shaft is open and it closes in 24 hours, you're going to get every nugget out of there you can. And we want to bring these diamonds, if you want to say it that way, or golden nuggets, to Our Lady. All you got to do is get them here. Spread this. Do whatever. We just were of the thought that this image that Mariana saw today, we could put it on a holy card. We'll put the message on it. This week, we'll make it where you can download that. Be on the lookout for it. Spread Medjugorje.com. It can be reached by MEJ.com, Medj. We still can use that name. So that way, if people can't uh, pronounce Medjugorje, they can still go Medj.com. That's a redirect name. So it's a beautiful thing. A lady worked this out. We have a three-digit name, and we have Medjugorje.com for ranking. And from there, it's going to be a tool that will reach the world. So we leave you tonight with a serious invitation to understand who's inviting us. It's not me. I have no power to do that. It's not the community. It's not Kirtas. It's not Medjugorje. It's the Mother of God, and she's going to be here. 
So tonight as we leave you, go on your knees before you go to bed and ask our lady to come into your heart and incite you to be fishers of men. You can win them over by your witness. Good night. We love you. We wish you our lady.